my big mission is to help more and more and more women heal deeper layers of trauma and loving themselves more deeply and really tapping into their infinite power so they can attract the love that they've always desired but also create the love that they've the, the life that they've always dreamt of so what i want to talk to you today about is your patterns and specifically because now I am in the launch of Healing Academy, and this round is going to be a trauma bond edition, a special trauma bond edition where we're gonna be focusing on how to break toxic patterns in terms of attractions and your current attachments. So I wanna talk to you a little bit about, about that today to kind of give you an insight of why it's so crucial, why it's so crucial to address this and why I'm doing this special edition in this round. And then also give you an opportunity and invitation to join if you feel called to do so. Okay, not seeing any comments yet. Okay, I'm seeing now. Hi, Crystal, how are you? So here's the thing, here's the thing. Hi, Carrie, how are you? I see a lot of, have never really used this word online before, but I see a lot of spiritual bypassing when it comes to everything. Okay, and let me explain what I mean by this. I have seen, I can't count, countless of posts, countless of videos, hi Shayla, how are you? About the fact that you don't need any more healing. About the fact that people will tell you that you need to heal to the end of your days. About the fact that everything is good, you just need to stop focusing on your trauma and you'll be fine about the fact that your thoughts are the problem, about the fact that, oh, you, you have all the power in the world to control your emotions, there's nothing wrong with you, you just have to think more positively. So see a lot of this in the world. The problem with this being is that there's actually science supporting the fact that you put forth a certain type of energetic vibration and there is a key emotion that you continue to carry through relationships and in your life, which makes what? I talked a little bit about this yesterday in my group self-carved about the cascade effect, where once you have a strong emotional experience, and this most likely for a majority of us happened in our childhoods when it triggered off, because yes, as the, even though it can happen in adult relationships where there could be where they can be, where there can be traumatic experiences, one will not keep around people who are toxic, and one will not continue to attract toxic people and keep them around unless there was something that happened in her childhood. Okay. With that being said, once that traumatic event triggers off. There is a certain energy that you start putting out and there is a certain emotion that you keep keep um keep holding on to. And as you do this, this guarantees that you are in a certain amount of time, you're eventually going to recreate a similar experience. Not the same type of experience, but an experience that triggers the same type of emotion or emotions if it's more and this emotion is for majority of women it's like it's betrayal it's guilt it's shame it's regret it's resentment those are some of the key ones rage for a lot of women too because of the um, 
the generational trauma, the generational cur curses and epigenetics, of course. So there is a lot that sets forth in the future that we kind of begin saying, oh, well, it's been very good for quite some time now. So of course it's going to soon be bad. You know, it's, it's just my luck. It's just my luck that this happens. So we tell ourselves stories. We see this pattern continuing to recreate itself. And we think that our life is not getting better because we're doing healing work. But truth be told, that's not the problem. The problem is that we're not understanding our patterns and we're not breaking our patterns and we're not setting forth new patterns. So the whole idea of that you don't need any more healing I don't buy into that just as I don't buy into you constantly focusing on your trauma either. You have to focus on wellness and you have to focus on expansion and you have to focus on love. But the spiritual bypassing part, what I'm talking about is that you're ignoring what you're feeling and you think that you have to just focus on positive thoughts and you have to suppress when you feel any type of heavy emotions and everything is going to be fine because you you've already spent enough energy and time thinking about the bad things that happened it's not about that what it's about is really seeing and understanding your patterns who have you been attracting and why have you been attracting those people what kind of attachments are you currently holding on to and why are you holding on to those attachments why is that? See, that's different than saying, oh, I'll be stuck in my trauma for the rest of my life. But it's actually looking at what is so you can break that, so you can shift that, and so you can create something new. This is so crucial. That This is a step a lot of people want to jump over, but that you cannot jump over. If you jump over this step, you're going to create codependency with the person that you eventually attract into your life. If you haven't done the work around this, you currently have attachments in your life that are not healthy. So either way, it's like you can generate a lot of money fast and you can continue, continue to generate a lot of money, whether you are a coach or a consultant or if you do um, some type of corporate work where you're making a lot of money. But that's not going to guarantee that you feel good in the process of making the money and that you're going to feel good holding the money. And that you're going to feel good period in your life. So although it is possible to make it happen, to, to call in your true love regardless, but are you going to be able to keep that? And most importantly, are you going to be able to keep your mental and emotional health and continue to grow spiritually with that person once you call that person into your life? See, when we don't work through our patterns, when we don't understand our patterns, when we don't do the healing when it comes to our patterns, so we can break and release that and then create new patterns that are actually serving us. We create codependency. We create codependency. We rely on other people to fill us up, to make us happy. And we've seen this in, um, in cartoons and in a lot of fairy tales. We hear about the woman needing save, saving, right? Someone is coming outside of her to save her right? She is in a challenging situation and there's someone coming to her rescue, usually a prince, right? Something external is coming or is coming to save her. And we want to get away from this idea because a lot of these cartoon and these fairy tales were written and created by, by men. And this is not the truth of who we are as women. 
So if we don't understand our patterns, if we don't break our toxic patterns, if we don't break what we're currently doing, then we won't be able to create something new and we're constantly going to be relying on outside people and external, external sources in a sense to, to make us feel whole, to make us feel whole. And so we don't want that. And when then we think the solution is to not focus on any more healing and we just have to focus on, um, up leveling our energy or we have to be more positive but it doesn't really work like that you want to tap deeper into the energetics of your divine energetics if you want to deepen your feminine energy or you want to strengthen your masculine energy you still can jump over what you're currently doing and i see a lot of that so although a lot of success can be created anyway from a lot of hard work and overlooking some things that are painful to look at in a sense it's spiritual bypassing like i was saying just like you can focus on your your third eye and your crown chakra and you can completely be neglecting what's happening in your root and not paying attention to what's happening in your sacral and not being focused on what's what what's what's happening in your physical world you can do that you can live in a in a different reality there are people who are only watching shows and they're sitting watching Gaia all day, but they're not taking action or implementing any of it. So I am not here to say that if you don't do this work, you're not going to be able to create things. But I'm all about sustainability. I want you to be able to sustain what you create and not only sustain it so we see the results of it, but so that you actually feel good, that you feel like you're expanding and you're growing and you're deepening your healing more and more and more and more each day. And for that to happen, we have to look at what is. And so the bypassing part is we don't look at what is. We pretend that that's not there. And let's just skip to this fairyland. Let's just pretend like that's not here. Oh, it's too much talk about healing. We don't need to heal anymore. Of course, there's going to be a lot of healing. Of course, there's going to be. There's been an oppression. It's in your genes through epigenetics. Science has proven this. You carry your grandmother and every, every woman that, that walked before you has been passed down into your DNA through generations. Of course, things are going to come up. But the problem is that we don't want it to be there. The biggest problem, for example, with anxiety is that you want to avoid the emotion. You're not afraid of what's going to happen so much as you're afraid of feeling it. And in the healing journey as well. This is why we want to skip it. Oh, just give me the partner. I don't want to go through the process of feeling with all this. Just give me a better relationship. I don't want to go through the process of communicating and being vulnerable and opening up and doing the inner work. Just give it to me. Just give me more money. I don't want to go through the process of recognizing why I haven't been owning my power, why I haven't been wanting to stand up for myself, why I've been so afraid of negotiation. I don't want to look at that. Just give me what I deserve. I deserve this. It's my God-given right. It's what we say because we don't want to go through the process. Because we focus on the outcome so much. But part of being humans and being here in this physical world is to go through the process of that. There's so much that I've been through in my life that at the time I was like, what the heck? Why am I going through this? This is so painful. But then what happens? We realized that we wouldn't be able to tell the stories. We realized that we wouldn't be able to guide other people. We realized that we wouldn't see ourselves the way we see ourselves today unless we 
went through that. So when I talk about manifesting true love and when I talk about manifesting your dream reality, whatever that means to you, is calling it in, but also making it sustainable and also making it, setting forth a new pattern that's positioning you in a way that you continue to heal, you continue to grow, you continue to expand and you continue to flourish even when you get that. And as we do that, we realize that in every, every, every process, every way of thinking, every way of moving around and making things happen in your life, it all comes down to your relationship with yourself. No matter what I focus on in my coaching practice at the time being, it doesn't matter. I will always talk to you about your relationship with yourself because it's the key to everything. Because no matter what you want to create, no matter what you want to change, no matter what you want to do, you carry yourself into those things. Your relationship with your partner, if you have a partner, exists within you. Your relationship with your future partner exists within you. How you imagine it to be now is going to have a major influence on how it ends up being later. Again, once you're with that person later on, that relationship exists within you. Your relationship with your kids, your relationship with family members, your relationship with your employees, with your clients, with your boss, if you have a boss, all exists within you. So then there is no secret that the, that the journey has to go through you. And so you can learn all the steps. You can learn all the things to do. But unless you're willing to go through the energetic and the emotional journey of releasing what's no longer serving you and actually looking at it and addressing it, this is the things that we want to skip because it's painful. We want to bypass that. Oh, I don't want to talk about healing and breaking my patterns and who I am attracting now, even though I'm attracting narcissists. And this not only goes for love attraction, but also with friends, also with people that you meet professionally. Oh, I attract possessive people. I attract people who are emotionally unavailable. I keep people around that just use me and that, that suck my energy and that um, take me for granted. Yes, I have all these type of toxic relationships in my life, but I don't really want to look at that. I just want to get what I want and I'll deal with that later. So what I was saying in, uh, in not in healing Academy, but in self card yesterday, that once you start working on one relationship, it starts having a ripple effect on everything else. And so you actually don't even have to go to mend a relationship with another human being, although that is going to have a ripple effect on all your other relationships. But once you really understand that you understand that, once you work on your relationship with yourself, that that ends up having a ripple effect on everything else, not only your relationships, but everything that you do in your life. So why healing is going is and will continue to be the core of everything that I teach is because it's the foundation. It is because even though we were born into this world, pure and perfectly imperfect and fully worthy and all of the beauty, beautiful things, so much was passed down to us through generations and then we were taught. Then we were taught that, that, that we're not good enough. We were taught that there are things to be ashamed of. We were taught. So basically when you were a little, little child growing up, 
from the age of zero to six, seven, you are literally like uh, a sponge, ready to be programmed. So if some of the early things you heard and felt were that you weren't good enough, you're gonna make sure that you played out, play out that program, right? So a lot of women don't understand why they self-sabotage or why they can't seem to make things work, why they continue to break their own hearts in a sense. But you're wanting to, what? Satisfy the program that was instilled into you growing up when you were in a subconscious state. And this is why the patterns are so important because from the age of zero to six, zero to seven, even up to eight, some will say, you were soaking up everything from your environment. And that ended up becoming your foundation for how you view yourself and how you live your life. And so if that created a life for you that you're not very happy with, or that you are somewhat happy with, but you want to change some of those things, you got to look at the patterns. So two parts of the patterns is your current attachments, meaning relationships that you have right now and your, how you relate to those people. If there are healthy attachments or unhealthy attachments. Okay. A lot of people have unhealthy attachments with people they currently have in their lives. Those things need to be addressed as well as your attraction patterns, who you are attracting. When I do just a quick session, a first session with a woman, what happens? She tells me that she has been attracting a certain type over and over and over and over again. We cannot bypass that. We have to look at that and see why, when that originated and why that is happening. Can you make a marriage work if there is habitual cheating, asking for a potential client in such turmoil? So how you, you make a marriage work, you make a marriage work by both people being on board. I have um, a strong belief that both people have to be willing to work on it, as well as I do have a strong belief that sometimes, because we have two different people, some, at, at times one will be pulling more than the other person, but foundationally both have to be willing to make it work. So if the person who's doing the habitual cheating is willing to work through that, and if, if the spouse is willing to go through the process with her spouse to see if they can mend it, absolutely. But if they're both not on board, it's gonna be very challenging. It's gonna be very challenging. So I am also a little different. I do believe that there are levels to narcissism too. I do also know that there are empaths who, uh, who possess narcissistic traits as well. So there's, it's not completely black and white. I have worked with women who have said that, hey, I'm the one, I'm the one who's the, who's the narcissist in my situation and I wanna get better. And it actually is, exists. But in this cutthroat world of empath, narcissist, a lot of people believe that only the, the empath is healing and that the narcissist never wants to. And although most of the time that ends up being the case because the narcissist goes completely into shutdown in terms of feelings and it's all about me, 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 don't really care about anybody else, it's not always like that. So again, we gotta see past labels 
And we gotta see past behaviors and we gotta see the human. So is a human willing to change? Is a human willing to do the work? That's what matters the most. That's what matters the most. But we get so caught up with titles, status, labels, we judge and we gossip that we don't see the human anymore. But everybody's playing out their pain in different ways. <laughs> Sending her my way. Appreciate that, Carrie. I love you. So a person, a person also who's wanting to change, he or she will also sense and know where it's safe for her to create that change. So if a person feels like it's not safe to heal and to grow in your presence, for example, it will not happen. So we have to cultivate those environments for people to feel safe, to be them, to be free, to, to release the shame, the guilt, the blame, the fear, the resentment, the rage. Of course you're gonna have rage, but what are you gonna do with it? How are you gonna transcend it? What if you didn't have all your repressed emotions? What if you didn't have your trauma? What if your ancestors didn't pass it down? Who would you be? What would you do? We try to avoid our emotions so much and so badly that we don't recognize the immense power they hold. And we're so angry at our past relationships and our exes and even the fact that we, the biggest thing is that we stayed in those relationships that we don't realize the deep wisdom that we gained from those experiences and how through those experiences we started remembering who we truly are. There is so much power in your story, but also in your life choices and how it led you to uncover more and more and more when it comes to who you are. So we can create a fantasy world for ourselves and act like, oh, I don't have to, I don't have to do any of that. And sometimes you don't have to, but then how is it gonna feel having what you desire and not being able to to really honor it and nurture it and love it and support it and respect it and truly, truly hold it. Because if you just bring in another human being, if you manifest another human being and you're not safe in your own body, you're not safe in your own skin, you're not safe with your own emotions, you cannot hold energy for yourself to be all that you are and to express everything you have to express then how is another human being gonna feel safe in your, in, in your environment, in your space? They're not. And I'm sure many of you have experienced, at least in the past, being in relationships where you're like, it's too intense. You can't deal with their emotions, so you need them to be happy all the time. You need them to be happy because you have too much to deal with on your own. So if they're sad or if they're angry, oh my gosh, it's gonna be way too much. So when they express a little bit of unease or a little bit of frustration or whatever the case may be, you get angry, you get frustrated and you're like, I don't wanna argue. I, I, why are you being negative right now? 
So a lot of this happens because we want to bypass doing the initial work and doing the needed continuing work. I don't want to do all this work. I just want to have a relationship. I just want to be happy. Then I call someone in. They come with a lot of baggage, just like we have baggage, but you've been overlooking yours. You've been suppressing yours, and then they come with theirs, and you can't handle it. Of course you can't handle it. You've been ignoring your own. You taught me facing my emotion. You taught me facing my emotions was the strongest thing I could do for myself. I love that, Carrie. I'm so happy. You're an incredibly, incredibly powerful woman. You are stronger than you know. So to me, strength is really being willing to look at all of it and not look at it as a bad or a good thing or been doing it for too long, I need to stop, or how much longer am I gonna have to deal with this? A lot of the anxiety that women carry continues because you want it bad, so you want it gone so badly. You continue to be single because you hate being single. You continue to attract the type of people you don't want in your life because you don't wanna do this level of work to break your patterns. You have to address it, can't ignore it. What is your biggest fear? Or what is your bigger, biggest fantasy? What did you fantasize about when you were a little child growing up? What did you really want? <sighs> oh, I just wanted to be accepted. I just wanted to be loved. I just wanted to get some validation. I just wanted this, I just wanted that. You don't realize that you recreate it through the people you attract into your life but operating from a broken place will only attract more brokenness. So the codependency can never be broken until you heal your relationship with yourself. I can teach you manifestation practices where you can call in a person. Woohoo, let's do some, some magic together from a place of, okay, you are where you are. Let's not do any more healing work. Let's just implement a manifestation. But what is that going to look like? How are you going to be able to sustain that relationship? And how are you going to be able to build an empire with that person if you cannot even hold your own energy, if you cannot hold your own emotions, if you cannot support yourself through everything? How is that going to be possible? It's like someone reached out to my husband, I think last week, telling him that he was going to get married. One of my husband's old uh, teammates. He had heard about, you know, my husband and I doing the, um, the, the work that we do. And he knows that my husband has married some of our clients. And he was like, do you want to marry us? And my husband was like, well, it's an honor. I'd love to, but I just don't marry people. You would have to go through the process. You would have to coach with us for at least three months. I'm not just going to put my name on a marriage certificate. I got to know you're serious. I got to know that you know what you're getting yourself into. So we can do things. We can do things all day long. You know, we can get married and get divorced right away. We can start a business and quit right away. We can do everything. But to me, it's about the growth. It's about the expansion. It's about the the creation that never ends, 
throughout, throughout, throughout everything. It never stops. When you like yourself now, you will like yourself in a relationship. If you love yourself now, you will love yourself in a relationship. If you're healing yourself now, you will continue to heal in a relationship. But you got to do it for yourself. And then having the relationship, having the career, having the kids, having the money just ends up being a plus. There's such beauty in the breaking, even though it's so painful. Absolutely. I saw a quote, I saw a quote the other day and it was really beautiful. It said something like, healing means being willing to break. And I, I, I like to paint a picture of like being willing to go through the fire. Like going through the fire, knowing it's going to burn, but knowing that you're going to be able to get through on the other side stronger than ever before. How much character and how much strength and how much courage would it take to be a woman if you didn't have to go through what you've been through? Who would you be? And so in one way we understand that, but here on the other side we're like, hmm, okay, it sounds cute, but I don't want to do all that. But if you want to do all that, if you're willing to go through the process, if you're really ready to tap into who you are and break your patterns and truly address them so you can create new ones, right? So just like you can have these toxic patterns, okay? And what I mean by a toxic pattern is that literally you have attachments in your life that are not healthy where there is codependency or there is fear or there is shame or there is guilt attached, okay? It's not fully authentic and it's not... It's, it's not healthy dependence it's not interdependence there's something beneath there and you continue to notice that what you're attracting into your life is not what you want so if you're experiencing either one of those or both and you want to break it and you want to create a new pattern because it's possible to create new patterns that you're happy with and you're like i don't want to break this this is amazing i continue to attract what i want over and over and over again it's possible too. Then you then you have a new pattern going. But most of us don't have a healthy pattern in place originally because of our conditioning, because of epigenetics, because of everything that we were taught growing up. So then we have to break the current and then create a new current. So we can start experiencing our lives the way we want to experience it. So in this upcoming round of Healing Academy, this is exactly what we're going to be doing. I'm going to teach you how. I'm going to teach you how to truly look at your patterns, how to break them, how to break your current attachments and attractions that are toxic, and then set forth a new pattern that is based on new level of energy and new, new types of emotions that will call forth a new pattern that you're going to have to be persistent with. That's going to start creating a, a, a cascade effect, basically, where what you're wanting is what you start seeing in your life. But with that being said, you have to be willing to go through the process. So this is really, this round of this program is a special round and it's for a very, very brave and courageous woman who's willing to do the work and who's excited to do, do the work, who knows it's gonna be painful, but who's like, heck yes, it's gonna be worth every, every step of it because it's gonna help me, take me closer to myself, deepening my relationship with myself, which is what it's all about. And when I deepen my relationship with myself, I cannot lose anything. I cannot lose anything. So a lot of women don't commit to things like that. This because they're like, well, what if it doesn't work out for me? What if it works out for everyone but me? 
because again, you, you, you don't trust yourself and you're afraid that you're gonna feel emotions. You're gonna feel emotions, which is what we've been talking about today, that are too intense for you to handle, that are too intense for you to sit with, that are too intense for you to look at. Okay, I feel frustrated, or I feel disappointed, or I feel hurt. But then what? I have to look at that. I have to sit with that. I don't want to do that because I already have a lot. So a lot of opportunities pass you by because you're afraid of feeling. And so the core component of Healing Academy ever since I started it was to teach you how to feel again, how to feel safe in your body again, how to listen to all of your emotions, how to be the woman for yourself that you didn't have growing up the way you needed it. This has nothing to do with that your parents didn't do the best, the, the best they could. It has everything to do with that we have to get our needs met. And the only person who can do that for you is you. And then the beautiful thing is when you meet your own needs and everybody around you get excited to do their very best to do it too for you because of who you are and what you radiate. And that's really the cool part in when we take care of ourselves.